How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love. Well, if you haven't heard, the Boy Scouts of America end a total ban on now gay adults. Why did they do this? Why did they do this? Well, Bob Gates, during an interview with Katie Couric, talked about why they lifted the scout ban on gay leaders. Uh, This is the leader of the Boy Scouts of America. Take a listen. I know that you've been president of, of the Boy Scouts of America for over a year now, and last month you called for an end to the ban on gay troop leaders. What led you to that decision? We face a, um, a lot of litigation. There are now some two dozen states and 140 or 50 cities that have uh, legislation prohibiting uh, discrimination and employment on the basis of sexual orientation. And two states for sure, and probably a number of others, were getting ready to sue us on the employment issue. And based on everything I saw and everything I heard and was briefed on, uh, our prospects of prevailing in any of that litigation were very poor. And so it seemed to me, not unlike don't ask, don't tell with the military, that it was important for us to take control of our own future and uh, make this change uh, and do so in a way that allowed churches that are sponsors of many uh, scout units to be able to continue their religious freedom of expression in terms of their choice of leaders. But they're in a much stronger position to defend that uh, under the First Amendment than we would have been. So I think this is uh, the right thing for our movement to do. Has there been much, much backlash? I think particularly compared with the decision to admit gay youth in 2013, actually remarkably uh, less than I expected. Other than the litigation aspect, did you feel sort of a um, uh, moral basis for making this decision at all? Well, as I, as I said, I, just, I felt that it was the right thing for our movement at this particular juncture. There has been some backlash. I know a spokesman for the Southern Baptist Convention uh, said some of the conventions, 46,000 churches dropped out of the Boy Scouts after the organization accepted gay scouts a couple of years ago and and expects more churches now will drop out of the program. Are you worried about that? Because so many of the Boy Scout troops, I understand, are affiliated with churches. Well, about 70% of the 93,000 units are affiliated with churches. And I think the important thing is to em- for us to emphasize the ability under the First Amendment for the churches to retain their right to choose leaders that whose beliefs uh, coincide with those of the sponsoring church. So there will be some churches that won't have any problem with this at all in, in bringing on and uh, having gay volunteers, but uh, there will be others that will have issues with it, and their ability to choose is, is firmly protected by the First Amendment. Also, we want to hear 
from, you know, because I, I was talking with some of my friends today, um, actually, at Fox in the Green Room, and uh, a couple of the people there are uh, gay, and they said that this just wasn't enough, or that this is just like, you know, a lot, but too late. Uh, here is a former gay Boy Scout leader speaking uh, to that very point. We're going to allow troops now to decide whether or not to allow gay leaders. So... What does that do to folks like me? If I want to participate with my son, do I now have to start ringing up on the phone and calling around to different troops and saying, do you guys discriminate or am I a first-class citizen in your troop and I can join? Mm -hmm. I guess the, it was sort of a compromise because religious groups sponsor Boy Scout troops, right? And they don't want gay leaders you know, if they sponsor these Boy Scout troops. And then, of course, companies sponsor other Boy Scout troops and they're fine with it. Is that what you're talking about? Right. Well, if you're a religious troop, obviously you, uh, you have your tenants, uh, but they have schools that sponsor them, and they have to follow the rules that uh, public institutions do. But it creates a bit of a, of a mess when you don't have one global policy uh, for the scouts. For example, if you work for the scouts themselves, they're going to allow gays uh, as employees. But when you have one branch of an organization doing one thing, and another doing another, it creates a lot of uh, stress for folks like me. And it's, I don't think, sending the right message to the boys either. Imagine if they go to a jamboree now, some of the boys have gay scout leaders and some of the boys' troops don't. Now the boys are going to be talking about this. Is this really what they want the next few years to be about? Is these sorts of conversations at the troop level? I, I think they might say this has been such a monumental shift. They just want to take it slowly to see how it goes. What's wrong with that? Well, they've already been at it for 15 years now. I think it's been a, a pretty long time already, and the country has moved past this. Certainly the youth of America has moved past this. You have a president uh, like Obama in Africa standing up for gay rights as we speak this past week. I think it's time that the Boy Scouts get on board. So um, you were a scout leader, and um, did they kick you out? Is that what happened? And if they did, would you go back? Uh, they did. I had been a leader for a couple of years doing the fundraising. They called me the popcorn colonel. enjoyed it very much doing <laughs> that with my son. And uh, they asked me, a couple of the dads uh, had a problem with a gay leader, and they asked uh, for me to be removed, which they did. And I stepped down, and I was just speaking with Carter about this the other day, uh, about whether he would like to go back. And uh, I don't think he wants to put me in that position either. He goes to a, a private school and didn't necessarily want me to have to start calling around finding a, a troop that he could participate in. It would be nice if the boys that might have a gay father could participate in the troop that's at their church or at their school and not have to necessarily go to a different one just because of the way their father was born. Uh, yeah, just a, a lot of information. Uh, Bob Gates, you heard his interview with Katie Couric, lifting the uh, ban uh, with the Boy Scouts on gay leaders and a former Boy Scout leader talking about it not being enough. Uh, so let's talk about this a little bit more in depth. I have some questions for you. And keep in mind, always pick up the phone and join us, just you and me in this hour on the only true democracy in talk radio. To join us, 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537543. Tweet us by following me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. Now, yesterday, the Boy Scouts of America ended its blanket ban on gay adult leaders while allowing church-sponsored scout units to maintain the exclusion.
exclusion for religious reasons, which speaks to the point in the audio you just heard by the former gay scout leader. The new policy is aimed at easing a controversy that has embroiled the Boy Scouts for years. And by the way, it does take effect immediately. It was approved by the BSA's National Executive Board on a 45 to 12 vote during a close to the media teleconference. You heard uh, former Defense Secretary Robert Gates, who is the BSA president, talking about this uh, issue uh, of being uh, divided and and distracting the scouts and that it's time to unite and put this uh, behind them. Uh, Initial reactions to the decision from groups on both sides suggested that this is still a very divisive issue. The Mormon Church, which sponsors more scout units than any other organization, said it was deeply troubled by the decision. Church officials suggested they would look into the possibility of forming their own organization to replace the Boy Scouts. This is what the Mormon headquarters in Salt Lake City um, uh, had stated uh, earlier. Quote, the admission of openly gay leaders is inconsistent with the doctrines of the church and what have traditionally been the values of the Boy Scouts of uh, America. Now, in contrast, the Human Rights Campaign, a national LGBT rights organization, said the Boy Scouts should not allow church-sponsored units to continue excluding gays. But I think they do have a First Amendment right to do so, by the way. Uh, They said discrimination should have no place in the Boy Scouts, period. HRC's president, Chad Griffin, said and went on, BSA officials should now demonstrate true leadership and begin the process of considering a full national policy of inclusion. Now, Gates foreshadowed the action back on May 21st, and that's when he told the Scouts National Meeting that the longstanding ban on participation by openly gay adults was no longer sustainable. He said the ban was likely to be the target of lawsuits, and that he felt the Scouts would likely lose those lawsuits. And just two weeks ago, the new policy was approved unanimously by the BSA's 17-member National Executive Committee. It would allow local Scout units to select adult leaders without regard to sexual orientation, a stance that several Scout councils have already adopted in defiance of the official national policy. But what I don't understand, maybe because it's a volunteer organization, I know that as an employer, I'm not allowed to ask you about your sexual orientation. So unless somebody shares that, or you know, oh, that's Steve, and he's married to Dave or lives with Dave, he's a gay man, you know? I mean, how do you know? I mean, not everybody knows everybody in every community, unless you're living in a very uh, small town. Heck, most of my neighbors don't know me. (laughs) Or maybe they do, and they don't like that Hillary Clinton sticker on the back of my car. But do do you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, we're, you know, most of us, most of us, I think, especially in big cities, Don't live in neighborhoods where everybody knows your name, so to speak. Uh, But in uh, 2013, if you remember, after a very heated internal debate, the BSA decided to allow openly gay youth as scouts, but not the gay adults as leaders. And several denominations that collectively sponsor close to half of all the scout units, that's, by the way, including the Roman Catholic Church, the Mormon Church, and the Southern Baptist Convention, they've been apprehensive about ending that ban on the gay adults. The BSA's top leaders pledged to defend the right of any church-sponsored unit, as I mentioned, to continue excluding gays as adult volunteers, but that assurance has actually not satisfied some conservative church leaders. Let's take the Southern Baptist Convention's Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, who stated, Reverend Russell Moore, quote, in recent years I've seen a definite cooling on the part of Baptist churches toward the scouts. This will probably bring that cooling to a freeze. And a more nuanced response came from the National Catholic Committee on Scouting. They expressed interest in maintaining its ties with the BSA, but also voiced concerns. Notably, it conveyed a reluctance to accept participation by anyone who engaged in sexual conduct outside of a heterosexual marriage. Now, remember, the Catholic Church also doesn't want you to have sex any position but missionary. And they don't want you to use protection because sex is only supposed to be for procreation. I shouldn't say any position but missionary, but you're not uh, 
You're not supposed to spill the seeds. So in other words, no BJs and no hand jobs. I mean, just to be honest with you, I mean, that's just really what it comes down to. And I say that because in 2015, it almost seems archaic, doesn't it? And, and, and I'm sorry because we're not talking about this, but why does the Roman Catholic Church care about using a condom, but they didn't care about the priest who are molesting children right under their roof? And didn't tell law enforcement. Anyway, I digress. So let's talk about this issue. Let's talk about this issue now because I think this is the last time we'll be able to discuss it. What is your reaction to this move? What is your reaction to the Boy Scouts of America ending the total ban on gay adults? Do you have boys in the Scouts or maybe you were a Scout yourself? What is your reaction to this move? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Are you comfortable with gay scout leaders? Be honest. Be honest. I'm not here to judge. And you can give a fake name or town if you're worried somebody at work or, you know, a friend listening might recognize you. Are you comfortable with gay scout leaders? Be honest. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Would you let your son join a scout group with a gay leader? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Let me ask you something. If you call me and say, you know what, Leslie, I'm not comfortable with it. Can you tell me why? Just be honest with me. Why? I have an eight-year-old son and a seven-year-old daughter. Okay? I understand what it's like to be a mom of, a, of children who are scouts' ages. And what will this move teach the scouts, if anything? 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537-543. Now, we have seen Boy Scout membership decline over the years. With this uh, recent membership decline, will it come to a halt with this move? And will we see a turnaround? Or do you think it won't make a difference? Will it make it better? Will it make it worse? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Now, as I mentioned, nearly 70% of all Boy Scout troops are sponsored by a religious organization, and they do have the religious freedom via the First Amendment to still deny gay troop leaders. Do you expect the majority of those religious organizations to maintain that ban? I shared with you some of the comments from some, the Baptists, the Roman Catholics, and the Mormons. What's your take? 8886-LESLIE-8886-537-543 is the number. And Bob Gates, who is the leader, the president of the Boy Scouts of America, said that this decision was made on the basis of litigation because some troops were going to be sued and they didn't have a chance in hell of winning in court. So should this decision have been made on the basis of litigation? Or should this decision have been made based on morals? In other words... It's the right thing to do. Or do you say, it really doesn't matter. It's done. 888-6-LESLIE-888-6537-543 is the number. And interestingly enough, the Girl Scouts of America, of which I was part of and got kicked out for smoking, but the Girl Scouts of America do not discriminate based on sexual orientation. Why did it take the Boy Scouts 105 years to get with the program? And I'm going to ask something delicate. Why are we more comfortable with our girls hanging out with lesbians than we are our boys hanging out with gay men? 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537-543. Pick up the phone. Join me now. Quick break. Back to you right after this. And follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. Tweet me there. Don't go away. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 8886-LESLIE. We're back. 
back talking about the Boy Scouts of America lifting the ban on gay adults. Church groups affiliated, which make up a, a majority of those, uh, don't have to comply because of the First Amendment. What do you think about this? Let's go to the calls. 8886-LESLIE. Jeff in Ferguson, Missouri is on line five. Jeff, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call again. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, yeah, I have a uh, comment about the uh, Boy Scout thing. The closest I ever got to being a Boy Scout was the Explorer program. But, say, uh, say say that again. I have a little bit of a, a scratchiness. Uh, the closest I got to the scout program was explore the explorer program. I'm not mm-hmm. sure you're familiar. Yes. I'm not sure you're familiar with that one. Yes, I am actually. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I think it should be left up to the individual. These decisions should be left up to the individual chapters or groups or whatever you call them because they know their groups better than the uh, national leadership does. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And uh, it is a volunteer organization, so they should be able to have some rights as to what they can. Okay, and okay, that, that's, that, that's, a, that's a good point uh, regarding their rights. Uh, but what do you think about this decision? Is it the right decision? Or do you feel that, I mean, you did say volunteer organizations, you know, have the right. Like if you have a girls club, they should be allowed to keep boys out, or a boys club, that type of thing. I mean, in other words, sometimes these clubs do have, unfortunately, some discrimination uh, measures in place, and even though we may not like it, they're within their right to do so because yeah. they're a volunteer organization, is what you're saying. Yeah. So I think they try to strike a balance, try to appease everyone in the organization. And do you think could. it was? And do you think it was the right choice and the right move in the way they did it to strike that balance? Yeah, I think that that's the best thing they could do right now. And uh, you mentioned you were in the Girl Scouts, and you have a seven-year-old. I have uh, my daughter is not in the Girl Scouts, but I'll tell you why. My daughter is very much into dance, and the uh, scouts uh, group through her school meets on a day that she has dance class, and I gave her the choice, well, and she wanted to stay well, with the dance Well, and you mentioned they don't discriminate sexual discrimination. No, the Girl Scouts do not, and actually that's thanks to the research of my, execu- of my executive and assistant producer, Mark and uh, Andrew. I didn't know that before today, even though I'm a former Girl Scout. Yes, uh, the Girl Scouts don't have this issue. Uh, Jeff, hang tight. we got to take a break. If you have more to say right after this quick break, and to those holding, hang on, coming to you right after this. Leslie Marshall, real people, real life, real talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. too much, eat the wrong foods, even sleep in the wrong position, you can get an upset stomach. Do you know experts say that nearly all of us will develop eventually some sort of digestive problems? And that's because as we age, our stomach produces less of the enzymes needed to break down food. So this is what I do. You know when you get that queasy, uneasy, refluxy feeling? 
I take a Gutsy Chewy tablet. Gutsy Chewy is an oral and digestive supplement, and best of all, it is 100% natural. Gutsy Chewies were invented by my buddy, Dr. Doug Hagigi. He is a gastroenterologist and a dentist. So what he did is he blended heartburn remedies that are natural, like papaya, licorice root, and apple cider vinegar. And then he added calcium, magnesium, and xylitol, and that's for oral health as well. Put those things all together and it boosts your body's natural defense against heartburn and against reflux. Gutsy Chewies are gluten-free, lactose-free. They come in great flavors like wildberry and citrus. So if you're like me and you get that queasy, uneasy, refluxy feeling from time to time, all you have to do is do what I do. Take a Gutsy Chewy tablet. You'll feel better and it's better for your health. Learn more at GutsyProducts.com or call 855-GO-GUTSY. That's 855-484-8879. That's GutsyProducts.com. We're talking about the Boy Scouts and lifting the ban on gay adults. Oh, my God. Is homophobia alive and well in America? I'll read you some of the tweets coming up, but let's get back to the calls. 8886-LESLIE is uh, the number. Is Jeff and Ferguson still with us? Did he have more to say? Jeff and Ferguson, uh, quick finish up there on line five. Hey. Hi. What I was going to ask was, do the Girl Scouts allow single, straight males? Girl Scouts to... did not have this uh, this ban on leaders or uh, troop members, correct? Well, well, what I'm asking is, will they, would they allow a single male scout leader to supervise an overnight with a bunch of us? Uh, I doubt it because it's the Girl Scouts of America. Yeah, but you said they don't discriminate sexually. They don't discriminate based on sexual orientation. So I'm just curious how people would feel if the Girl Scouts started to do that. Jeff, I think it's a stupid question, but I appreciate your call. I like you, but I appreciate your call, and I'm sorry, I think it's a stupid question. It's the Girl Scouts of America, Boy Scouts of America, the volunteers are the same gender, um, you know, and, and honestly, I'll be, I'll be very frank with you. I, I don't like my I – won't, I won't let my kids sleep over your, your house if the daddy's home. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Just look at the numbers. I'll look at Jason in Virginia, line one. Jason, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How you doing? Good. Um, I think the question uh, you asked was, um, would you feel comfortable having your child in there in the yes. boys' couch? And um, my answer is, uh, me personally, I wouldn't. Um, I'm not homophobic, I don't think. <laughs> I was all for, uh, you know, the Supreme Court's uh, decision and whatnot. And I work in construction, so you can imagine uh, the opinions on that matter. And I, you know, often battled you know, against that far, you know, that those of the LGBT community should have, you know, the rights of that nature. But as far as me personally, I wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable putting my son in uh, the Boy Scouts with uh, the leader being gay. And, and, and why is that? Be honest with me. Are you afraid that the leader will fondle your child, or are you oh. afraid that your child will become gay being exposed to a, a gay man? No, I don't think, I'm not afraid of him being fondled. It's just that, um, you know, I'm a Christian and whatnot, you know, and most Christians are taught that that, you know, is whatever, uh-huh. you know, right. however you believe. Okay. But, um, but, but, wait, 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 let me ask you. As a former Christian, I know Christianity damn well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, let me ask you, um, are you okay with a troop leader being divorced? Yeah, I, you know, I know, and I know because you know that's that's not biblical either. Okay, are you okay with a, a, a troop leader maybe having had an affair? Yeah. yeah. Why, now, now, why are you okay with somebody committing adultery 
but not somebody who practices sodomy because they're both against the will of God according to the Bible, the way, it, the way it is written if you take it literally. I completely understand the hypocrisy in it. And I know... <laughs> At least you admit uh, it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just... Well, I mean, the question is what I feel comfortable. I'm not saying is it right or it's not right, you know, the way that I feel. I just... Um, and, and, and most things, you know, I want to teach my child the way I was taught as far as in the biblical sense, what's right and what's wrong, et cetera, et cetera. As he grows... You know, he's, he's feel and he's free to choose whatever path that he desires, and I'm okay with that. But while I'm raising him up, I'm going to raise him up the best way that I know how. And as far as uh, homosexuality, though I don't agree with it, to me, whatever a person does, that's their business. That has nothing to do with me. And regardless of people that have affairs, uh, uh, a divorce, whatever, whatever, that's their business. That has nothing to do with me. I don't judge against that. But as far as just me being comfortable with my son, I don't want him to feel like that's okay. Now, as he gets older, he he looks at it like, hey, it's okay. It doesn't matter. I don't look at it as a sin. That's his, that's his prerogative. But as far as uh, while he's coming up under me, you know, I want to raise him the best way that I know how. And I think as far as a Christian value base, as far as uh, at least uh, the foundation, in my opinion, is the, is the best way to grow up. Now, I'm not saying that if you're not a Christian and you don't, you know, you come up a different way than you're a bad person. But I'm just saying as far as me being a parent, because I have two young children. And... Um, my my son is only two years old, and my daughter is five. Okay. And whatnot. So, I mean, by the time they're teenagers, you know, with the way things are going, that's going to be, you know, I'm only uh, 38 years old. And just in the last 15 years, I've seen how everything has switched and whatnot. You know, just even in the first election with uh, President Obama, you know, he wasn't going to come out and straight say that I was for uh, marriage equality because that wasn't the shift or the makeup of the nation at that time. And just in the six, seven years, look how dramatically it switched now. You know, so however they want it, when my children get older and what they believe, you know, that's, that's their right. But as far as me now raising them, I just personally think they have a better shot, in my opinion, as far as just having a Christian foundation. All right. Thank you very much. And uh, very well said. Uh, and I, I love the fact you're like, I know it's hypocritical. I own it. Thank you, Jason. Uh, let's go to Oregon, line three with Bruce. Bruce, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Oh, Bruce has left us. Let's go to Ron in New Jersey, line four. Hi, Ron. Uh, are, how are, are you in favor of lifting this ban or were you in favor of when the ban was in place? Uh, before I answer the question, I'd just like to say that I'm against bans totally from the start. Something okay. either legal or illegal, banning something really goes against the grain for me. But as far as the Boy Scouts go, um, I have no problem with letting uh, gay people be scoutmasters. I'm not gay, not that there's anything wrong with that, but <laughs> being gay and being a pedophile are two different things. I don't think it's the same thing. I know. I agree with you. Do you think that some people interchange them? Uh, in their minds, you mean? Yep. Of course they do. That's why this this whole argument is going back and forth. Right. But there are different types of gay people. There's gay people that are openly gay, and they 
you know, move their hands in a certain way, talk some way, you know, and they act gay. Well, there, there, wait, wait, when and you then, say, you mean there are some that are, are very feminine or have uh, affectations exactly. compared uh, to some men that are very masculine that are gay, correct. But aren't, but wait a minute, aren't there straight men like that too? Aren't there straight men that are more masculine or more feminine than the, than the rest of them who are straight? I mean, isn't that the same there too? Right. So you're going to have, um, I guess, a selection on merit. I mean, depending on the person you hire as a, a leader, they have to have the right qualifications. I mean, they got to have, you know, leader ability, leadership ability, and they're not going to preach, I guess, homosexuality to the kids because that's not their job. They're not there. I mean, do who that. does? I mean, quite frankly, I have, I've never known no, a gay person in my life to preach to, about what they're doing it, in the bedroom, you know? What happened? I said, I've never known a gay person in my life to preach about what they're doing in the bedroom. I'm sure there are some, but you're right. I haven't known too many of them either, but all the gay people I know are decent people, but there are the extremes. And yeah, but aren't there the extreme? I mean, seriously, you have to remember, um, not all pedophiles are gay. No. And, 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 and I say that. Because, yes, do pedophiles want to be around children? Absolutely. But, you know, sometimes it's that straight, it's that straight married guy with three kids that wants to diddle your, your son or that has diddled a, a child in the neighborhood. Right. We see that but all the time. There's no, there's no correlation between homosexuality and pedophilia. But what I'm saying is when you go to hire somebody, you hire somebody with the qualities that you want, regardless of their sexual orientation. So you don't like a ban, but you're okay with them choosing people well, that they feel somebody, comfortable with. Uh, for your assistant. All right. You're going to look for certain qualities, aren't you? I am, but I really don't care who you're sleeping with. I mean, unless right. it's a child or an animal, exactly. and that's so illegal. Orientation, you leave that out. Yeah. But... And if people say sodomy is illegal, so is adultery. And nobody enforces either. Um, okay, uh, thank you for the call, uh, Ron. I appreciate it there in Jersey, and I hope you'll call again. Uh, well, let's I go. Uh, I, I appreciate the call. Uh, let's go uh, to Michael in the Bronx on line two, and we have a line available when we finish with the call. Your cue to call through. Pick up the phone and join us. Eight 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 six Leslie. Eight 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 six five three seven five four three. Michael's in the Bronx. Good afternoon. Hello, Leslie. Hey, Michael. How are you? All righty. You know, it's a very interesting topic, and once again, I take this opportunity to raise some awareness to my fellow listeners, especially I know about the First Amendment issue, the freedom of religion, and there are those religious institutions, such as Christians and Catholics, that want to um, uphold the ban. But, as you had mentioned earlier, I remind people that before you even think of chastising gays, why don't you start talking about the pre-sex scandals that have been going on and been hidden for years? You know, you can't have, you can't deal with one without the other. Because the thing is, is that you can have a gay person that could be 100% celibate and not into any adult lovers, let alone any children for that matter. And in addition, the Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, Boys and Girl Scouts together, the thing is, is that this is the kind of topic that seems to be coming to play. The last I, I recall that Girl Scout leaders and Boy Scout leaders, their primary function is to chaperone 
the little kids and monitor their activities and construct some kind of games or recreation that teaches them to work together, work as a team, be good sports when it comes to legitimate um, games and competition. And that, my dear friends and ladies and gentlemen, is how you teach a child to love and to live in peace and get along with one another. All right. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate the call. We'll continue with the calls. Uh, Let's go to Tommy in California, Line 5. Tommy, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. Hey. Um, I I want to weigh in on this also. I want to to say that, well, there's a few points that I want to bring up. One is that that gay men, they're not pedophiles. I mean, I'm a gay man, and I have no desire at all to, to... be with or touch anybody that is uh, like underage or you know what I mean? That's just that's disgust, that's disgusting. Man. I'm attracted to men because I'm attracted to men. That's it. That's it's not that I'm, and it's not fungible. It's not it's not you know uh, a movable you know shifting line there. It's it's just not. And we're I have to say that you know 99.9 percent of your of your molestation cases, even in boys, are straight heterosexual men. Correct. Correct. And you know it's um, not only that, but if, if a gay man chooses uh, uh, to to assume this role and wants to and wants to lead children and wants to you know bestow some 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 values and some common sense and some decency on to some children and you know I think that. A lot that um, that person is going to be more scrupulous because he knows that all eyes are on him, you know, and and because he's probably a healthy person, not like a priest that went in when he was 17, 18 years old and went into the priesthood because he was running from himself and because he was trying to, you know, then, you know, if I can't pray this away, then I'll, the only thing I can do is to go into priesthood where, where there's no chance. Of me being of me being gay, when he was born that way. So when he gets into a position in, in the in the church, then he's going to it, it's going to manifest itself in one way or another. Okay. I mean, he's he's already gay, so <laughs> you know what I mean. So he uh, he's not he's not going to find himself an experiment with his newfound. Yeah, I mean it's and, the same. It's the same difference. Uh, this is Mark, the producer, jumping in. You make a great point. It's like why then why don't people think straight men are attracted to little girls? It would be the same equivalency. Right. It's it's not exactly. it doesn't make any it's the, sense. It's the gender equivalent, exactly. Good good point. 
I appreciate your and, call, and uh, you've made very good points. Thank you for that. we got to take a quick break. We'll continue if you're holding. Join us if you'd like. Line available at 8886-LESLIE. When we finish with a call, there is a line available for you. Back in a moment right after this. Calls Elaine is in New Mexico on line one. Hi, Elaine. Good afternoon. Hi, how are you doing? Good. Good. Well, I just wanted to kind of explain the situation I have as a parent of a handicapped um, boy. He's 24, and uh, I needed a one-on-one aid for him in order to function safely in society. So the national agency that I used... um, sent me a man who had just come back from Afghanistan, and um, he had uh, post-traumatic stress. My son is 10 years old, but he's, you know, at that time he was 24. Mentally, he's 10 years old. Um, And he needs uh, help, like walking across the street, someone to hold his hand because he gets overstimulated and will run and all of that. So what I had was... The, uh, the very manly man from Afghanistan um, refusing to do that, telling me, your son's a man, he's not a baby, I'm not going to hold his hand. And um, my son ran out in traffic and almost got hit by a car. So um, later I tried again with the same man, understanding how difficult it is to deal with special needs people. And um, my son, because I'm a single mom and have raised him since infancy, is very affectionate, and so he wanted to hug this man, which he does when he feels he doesn't have approval. Well, but and just because I don't want to run out of time, uh, your 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 point is, and 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 you sound like an incredible mom, Elaine. Your your point is that for well, you, the, the strong heterosexual man, you know, wasn't wasn't you know wanting to be touching, hold his hand, and that could have resulted in a terrible uh, accident for your son. Uh, isn't giving him the nurturing and attention and love, if you will, that he needs in a caregiver. Right. So I went with another man who was gay, and I liked him a lot. I really did. I, his his personal preference is his business. Um, I feel that individuals in, in uh, leadership roles are, are there to follow the work orientation programming that is designed to teach children whatever they're there okay. for. Okay. Very, very good points. And Elaine, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Let's go to Joe in New Mexico on line four. Joe, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. Hey. Basically, I was listening to your conversation with that Christian man, and um, you spent a long time with him, and, you know, I was just kind of... Uh, and now you're going to kill me because the music's playing and I have no time to spend oh, with you. No. Wait, 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 wait. No. Give me, give, wait, wait, I don't control time. Believe me, I'm a control freak and I would if I could. Do me a favor, guys. Put him on hold. Call back tomorrow, okay? Call, okay, back, to, call, call back tomorrow. Call back tomorrow. I will take more calls on this tomorrow. We'll figure out how to fit a lot all in because this show is for you. I'm Leslie Marshall and we love you guys. We'll be back tomorrow.